Hey everyone, I'm Scott. I'm Iral. And it's Daisy's Dot Live. We are here today to talk about uh, Bollywood movies, TV series, maybe a little news, a little gossip. Moral, what specifically is on the program this afternoon? Exciting stuff, Scott. We're talking about his story that uh, actually dropped on Altbology, which is Ekta Kapoor's streaming engine uh, for Bology shows um, uh, that we have in America as well. And this is, um, obviously you watched it and we're going to hear more about it mm -hmm. uh, from you as well. Um, his story on Altbology. We're going to talk about Kathmandu Connection, which is the new series that dropped on Sony Live. I actually enjoyed it uh, a lot. We're going to also talk about Searching for Sheila on Netflix, which is pretty interesting, by the way. Karan Johar, uh, it's, it's like a documentary, isn't it? Yes. And then, of course, we'll talk about a serials for the week. We're going to talk about Shari and Noki. And we have oh, wow. Ankita calling in from Delhi for that one. Before we do any of that, let's go back to you, Scott. And let's get started <laughs> with the reviews. Okay. Well, um, we are starting with, with uh, his story. And that is two words, his story. Kind of like her story, his story. Um, not history. And uh, the premise is very simple. It's... Um, it's a little controversial. It's a story of a, of a, of a man who um, realizes 15, 18 years into a marriage that he is gay. Mm -hmm. And um, he and his wife have opened a third restaurant and they have two kids. And the series is about him coming to grips with... So does, does he realize this all of a sudden or it's a, it's a gradual it's not thing a gradual, that happens? It's, it's not a gradual thing. He, he is away at some conference um, three years before the series starts and he meets someone. He meets a food critic and, uh, and who is... And uh, love happens. And love happens. And then for, so mm -hmm. for the next three years, they have secret meetings and they don't really get into that. But what happens is in the very first episode when they're opening a new restaurant... Um, his wife has invited his name is Preet. It's Murnal Dutt. And and he has been invited as an eminent food critic. He has been invited to review the new restaurant. And the, the two of them stare at each other like, Good Lord, oh my gosh. Oh, and there's Hot. dramatic music. And yeah, it's um so what can I tell you? It's uh, um I <sighs> we have uh Priyamani Rai Rai as Sakshi. She's the mm -hmm. wife. And mm -hmm. she is, she is lovely and she suffers beautifully, but I think she has a tendency to overact, uh, in this role. And I think some of the scenes are overwritten and I had, I had two major problems with it. Uh, I had three problems with the series. The first one was what for the first two or three episodes before the secret was out, um, whenever they were together in the same room, uh, the, the critic and the husband, they would constantly stare at each other. There was like these long drawn out looks where anyone who had even half a brain would be like, why are they staring at each other? What, what's going on? Like what, you know, someone, someone would figure that out. Um, the second thing is when, when he finally did come out to his wife, um, his name is Kunal Satyadeep Misra. He came out to his wife, to, to Sakshi. She was, the scene was very dramatic and overwritten and it just went on too long. She just, it was, it was, it was so, there was so much drama and it just went on and on and on. And I wanted to say, we get it. You're hurt. You're confused. 
this is this was uh, something you weren't expecting. Let's um, let's move on. Let's let's keep going. Let's let's get to the next thing. But so that's that scene was very difficult. And then um, it was it was it difficult from a point of view emotion or just too much dialogue? There was too much. Too, it was wordy. It was it was it was both. It was it was overwritten. Like it just it dragged on. Mm -hmm. and and her she was just very very upset and mm -hmm. then when she decided that they were going to she wanted she couldn't stay she couldn't stay with him um she and she was to be quite honest she was homophobic um the word disgusting was used a lot it was just it was really harsh um at their friend's anniversary party in her restaurant in their restaurant she decided to make it all about her and announced to everyone that they were getting a divorce so it was just it was very messy it was a messy show, and on one hand, you know, this is the classic problem with with uh, with television and movies, with storytelling in general, is there's something to be said for storytelling that is realistic, right? Life is not neat and tidy, and our emotions are not clean and digestible and happen in neat little segments. And at the same time, eh, that's kind of why we watch stories, you know, that's why we watch TV and movies, to have the sort of the boring annoying parts edited out and just get to the heart of it and have it be a little more produced and organized and structured and tell a tell a coherent story and move on so uh... so so i'll tell you something uh, over a period of time you would do that when you didn't have so much content but the more content that you're hit with i tend to just fast forward these scenes i can't yeah. take dialogue so much i want action more um, I want to deduce. I want to use my brain when I'm watching television. Now I don't That's fair. want. Yeah, no, I get you. I, 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 I want. I want to be in, involved in a scene. I don't want. I don't want the actors to be talking forever. Um, I want. I, I want to be able to be in the scene too. I want to be a party to it and to be a party to a story. I want the. Uh, I want the writers to leave something to me to deduce as well that's fair that's fair well and and i i don't it was not it was not horrible right it, it wasn't it wasn't i didn't sit there the whole time thinking oh my god this just needs to hurry up that the scene where he comes out to her where she where she finally the realizes the full force of of what's going on that scene definitely i was like let's move on but um the, it, you know it was interesting we they, we had a lot of discussions about not just discussions, but there were there was tension, and there were sub stories. There were A stories, B stories, C stories, etc. The the son in the in the marriage of the main character's family, he was um, he did not handle it well. He was a bit of a bully, a bit of a jock. There was one of their friends who whose his son was gay, and he was trying to make a man out of him, quote unquote, and how he went about that, and the, some of the things he said, and so we had different takes but, on but, what it but is to were, be a were man. These were these characters validated? Is my question. I mean, the reaction of the son was it validated no, in it terms was, of his was, character, no, or is just out down. of whack? No, he was he was he was summarily marginalized and treated like a bully and a. A, a, a kid who needed to get his head straight and the mm -hmm. the the friend who wanted to make his son quote unquote normal that guy uh was also marginalized and looked at as a, a he was definitely not accepted and validated mm -hmm. um but what's so interesting about this and i'm not going to give it away but what was so interesting about this and i think in a way it saved the series because i was lukewarm on it overall okay Explore, explorations of what it is to be a man, what it is to be a woman, 
homosexuality, marriage, relationships. Okay, fine. I, there's, there's not a lot of new territory there, but, but it's always good to have those conversations. And, um, but the ending was uh, quite a surprise. Mm -hmm. And I, I would love to talk about it, but I don't want to ruin it. If you are, if this is the sort of series that sounds even remotely interesting to you, check it out. And I guarantee, I don't guarantee, but I think you will be surprised by the ending. Um, we all, we, I thought it was going toward a happy ending and, um, it, no, it, 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 there was oh, a let's twist. not give it away. Yeah, I'm not going to give it away. There was a twist. Uh -huh. Let's just say there was a twist mm -hmm. made it. And I think it saved the series. Ha happy, happy twist, sad twist. Sad. Oh, really? Oh my. OMG. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was, mm -hmm. it, it was not expected. I mean, I, I, I think. It's one of those things that if you go back, maybe you look really, really, really carefully, you might have been able to say, but I was, I was a little surprised by the ending. So, um, and, and, you know, I didn't, I think I had it all figured out. I, I thought I knew exactly where the series was heading. So I didn't watch it hyper closely and maybe that's some of that's on me, but, um, I, I think most people will be surprised by the ending. Oh, well, so go, no go. Where do you, I, are you going to send I all would, listeners and viewers there? Are you going to do this? I would say it is a go if you are interested in any sort of story about relationships, gender, not not marriage, right? We have weddings and marriage and everything, right? We're talking about gender roles. If that sort of thing is interesting to you, definitely watch it. I think you'll be interested and surprised. There, you know, some of the characters are a little sloppy, a little offensive, so get ready for that. But um, if that's the sort of thing that interests you, definitely watch it. If if it leaves you, if you're just meh, you probably want to avoid it because that's that's all it's about. Hi guys, this is Azan Samir Khan, and you're watching me on Daisy's Dot Live. Hey everyone, we're back. It's Scott and Daisy's Dot Live. I'm here with Moral. We just got done reviewing his story. Uh, actually, I reviewed it. Um, and now Moral is going to review Katmandu Connection. Oh um, my God! Is, this okay, one... so wait, what is this? Just from a top level, what what what's the story about? Well, um, bottom line up front, as we call it in our reviews, bluff is uh, that it is an engaging thriller drama, and uh, let's just call it in parts because it does uh, cinematically slump in parts, and that's the part I didn't like. Uh, it, it's not a consistently leveled drama. Let me just call it for what it is. Nice and parts. Um, it is uh, based around the Mumbai blasts. Uh, you know, when Mumbai had the issue, there were, there were several blasts in Mumbai and terrorists from Pakistan came and killed a lot of people. Um, it, it was, it's, it's been well documented. So this is around that area, uh, that, that period of time. It's set in the 90s. This is a story of a, a police officer, a very high-ranking police officer. His name is uh, his name is Samarth Kaushik. It's played by an actor called Amit Sial. And he is, uh, he's, he's, he's very good at crashing criminals, but he also breaks the law while crashing, catching criminals. So whatever his, uh, his means are, he's, he's good at catching criminals and his police force knows that he will break a few laws while doing it. And uh, this is a story of him, and uh, and he gets into, um, you know, he meets this reporter, and uh, 
basically he has this rough edge with the law he knows that he's gonna he's gonna break a, break a few laws and then he gets interested in this reporter there's a subplot of his bad marriage and his wife who's trying to get custody of his daughter and that's to the side and i don't know why that exists in the in the first place but probably that is to just you know give him a soft um edge uh show the soft uh softness of his character give give him a, give him give him a nicety because on the other hand he's a bad boy and and then this entire uh, this entire world of gangsters and the specific gangster in Kathmandu in Nepal who's running a casino and then the correlation between these three people and how these three people get together and how what the relationship between these three people is um so so uh, it is a it it gears uh, it starts really well and and uh, it's 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 high octane uh, there there's action you're expecting things to happen and then in the middle of it that romance sets in and that completely fizzles out the thrilling action hey uh, it might be me because i love thrillers i i want the gun and the chase and, and the mystery you know i'm i'm that i'm that i'm the typical lucifer person i want the action and the and the comedy never to stop I want I want it happening like 24/7 but but when the romance sets in uh, the thriller and the action and and whatever sinister is happening behind the scenes just doesn't happen and that kind of slumps uh the the it it slumps the sheen the narrative uh, the pace of the narrative which uh, which for me was was just didn't didn't work for me uh the actors are phenomenal uh, uh amitsial does a really good job as he, this this role had to be him there could be there could not be anybody else that would play that mature uh police officer role um the uh, the reporter does a good job too uh, but the surprise of this entire show is the casino guy he's called sunny in the movie and the guy is called anshuman pushkar and i had to look him up the moment he enters the screen the screen presence of the guy the way he he carries himself the way he completely transforms the screen that's a star in making right there anshuman pushkar is a name that we will hear a lot definitely well so, if the if the show is called Kathmandu Connection and the guy running the casino in Kathmandu he's got he's got to be he's got to be charismatic i mean otherwise that title doesn't make any sense he is so this just uh, a parts of this series uh do remind me of uh, a movie called Butler House that had released a couple of years back it's it's exciting intriguing in equal measures as Butler House which is also based on this actual incident the the Mumbai blast um but Kathmandu connection takes a different turn because uh it introduces the CBI there's the underworld threads all, all those things happen in in the series where it really loses me is is the narrative in between and but it comes back and surprises you in the end i wish it was a tighter narrative i wish there were lesser episodes but a tighter narrative and the romance could have been reduced a little bit it just went slow over the romance but it is so surprising in the end it just slams you in your face with a surprise what i have to really say is that the quality of content on sony is just phenomenal you can it overlook some of the it is a cohesive thriller to watch the narrative is the just phenomenal you can overlook the flaws neatly done neatly done to watch definitely 
like you're ready, Vic. Yeah, I'm. Look, I was born ready for this. Okay, this is. <laughs> okay, you need to go on mute. I'm I'm up right now. So. Hello, it's Vic Pandya from Code Switch, the web series, and you're watching me on Daisies.live. We're back. It's Daisies.live. Hi, everyone. I'm Scott, and I'm here with Moral. And we just got done talking about the Katmandu connection, and it sounds like Moral has identified the next big thing in Bollywood. Oh, I, I wish I was I was a guru of some kind, you know, like give, give it, give it, giving Bollywood the next superstar. And now we, we turn to a documentary on Netflix called Searching for Sheila. Ooh, boy, Searching for Sheila is the coda, right? The, the follow up to the documentary from, I don't know, two or three years ago called Wild Wild Country, something like that. And it's the story of Rajneeshpuram, this town in rural Oregon. And uh, a beautiful part of the world, right? Very rugged. And uh, uh, Osho, a gentleman named Osho, uh, built a, and it's been a while. I've, I saw it. It was a long time ago. But he built a, there was an, they found it in ashram out there. And the people were not particularly the most welcoming and it sounds like a lot of the people in the ashram, a lot of very idealistic, annoying white people in the 70s who were searching for something, just kind of overdid it and wore out their welcome. But in the process, they built a town and they more or less took over the city government. Not more or less, they did. They took over the city government and there were death threats and sabotage. And it was, you know, and then they went, went back to India and some people came back and some stayed in, in Oregon. And it was just this, and even though Osho, the guru was the main character, he was the king of the chessboard. There was the queen of the chessboard and her name was Sheila. And Sheila, um, I gotta say, Sheila was kind of an annoying pain in the ass. She really was. Um, Sheila was very provocative. It, it, and again, I don't know how to say this any other way. She was just a difficult person. This is not, oh, I don't like strong women. I married a strong woman. It's, it's not, that's not the issue at all. She was the sort of person who would raise her middle finger and make very provocative comments about, she would say things about people dying and about getting in your face. And she was just, she was just not, she was a hard edged person. Yeah, she was nasty. And the, uh, uh, okay, <laughs> so that's fine, I guess. She went to prison. She was found guilty of immigration fraud, and there were some explanations about that, et cetera, et cetera. So searching for Sheila picks up where Wild Wild Country left off. And, and in, in the original, we know that she is in Switzerland. She goes to Switzerland after she's released from prison, and... Um, it's kind of like a retreat, maybe even a hospital for uh, adults with learning disabilities. And it's a very gentle, very comforting place. And it's in it's in outside of Basel and in the mountains of Switzerland, which one of my favorite parts of the world, just gorgeous. And so we meet Sheila many, many years after the fact. She has clearly changed. She has softened a bit, not completely. And then we follow her on a book tour to India, or it's a, it's a, press tour to India. 
And she very quickly, the old Sheila comes back. She's tired of the same questions over and over. She gets aggressive with people who talk about her crime. And, and I have to say, after a certain point, I found myself really annoyed with Sheila. I was like, ma'am, why did you go on this tour if you didn't want to answer the same questions over and over again? I get I, if you didn't want to answer them, I get it. If you want to say I have changed, I'm a different person. I understand that. Then don't go on the tour. Don't take the check. I, I mean, I just I just don't know. I'm not ultimately sure what the point is of this documentary. I understand that she has changed. I understand that she wants to move on to a new phase of her life. I get that. I respect that. I enjoyed watching her go back to Mumbai and go back to her childhood home and and meet people and see people that she hasn't seen for decades. And all that was great. Uh, it was a little nostalgic and fun. Okay. But the bulk of the film left me scratching my head, like not sure where we're going here. At one point, she even said the word redemption with kind of like dismissal and disgust in her voice, like <sighs> redemption, like, oh God, I have to hear about redemption again. And I thought, that's one of the four kinds of stories there are, right? There's four There's four stories in the world, right? There's the love triangle, revenge, redemption, and uh, what's the other one? The quest. Right? There's four stories, and redemption is one of them. And I, I, you know, okay, is that that bad? Is redemption that bad? She didn't want to have any of it. And so ultimately, when I was done with it, I just thought, Sheila's still kind of a pain in the ass. You know, my... My grandma was a pain in the ass, so I'm I, I I I'm fine with women who are rough and tough and stick up their middle finger to the world when they feel it's necessary. Fine. I don't know if that makes for enjoyable viewing. Ultimately, I find it I found it an unsatisfying story to watch because I just I just didn't really know what we were getting, what what the point was. Was it redemption? Was it? Sheila's still the same old fire. Why, why was it made so that these people yeah. could have conversations with her? But what was the point of the conversation? Yeah, they, they were on these they were on these press tours and people and people flocked. They, there was everywhere she went, it looked like it was sold out. She's an extremely popular person. I'm still not hundred percent sure why. And she was she had a very antagonistic relationship with the people with, who came with. to see her. Even with Osho, she had a very, um, yeah, very yeah. bad. I remember in Wild Wild West, he kept calling her that beach Sheila. Remember? I mean, that <laughs> that, caught, have... that caught the world's <laughs> fancy because he pronounced he couldn't pronounce her Sheila. He he called her Sheila, Sheila, yeah. and he, he called her a beach. And he yes. would just keep going on and on about how much he hated her. Because yeah. she she ran him, she and he she, and she ran him down. Royally, did not. It, I honestly do not care about the the what happened to the ashram. I, I it had no. It was just a, a titillating story about. I can't believe these people showed up in the middle of Oregon and built this whole thing, and then it came crashing down. That was that was the point for me. And Sheila was this driving force behind it. Okay, great. Why did why did we have the follow up? Not really sure. And then it, it ends with her back in Basel at her hospital. She's being being very sweet and very kind. And uh, okay, I mean that's good for her. As far as storytelling, as far as sitting there watching the documentary, I I I I don't know what I don't know what to, you take from that. I I just don't I don't know what the point was. So that's well, other people may have enjoyed it. I didn't really. 
So a go no go is it a documentary that we should watch or or is it something that only the Osho sannyasis will be interested in or are they not going to be interested because she was such an anti Osho I think if they re- like if someone really was fascinated with that story th- then sure yes it, mm-hmm. it's interesting watching her go back and talk about the past or watching her shut it down because really she spends more of her energy not talking about the past like she spends a lot of time going nope not going to, I'm not going to play your games. I'm not going to act like I'm sorry. I'm not going to blah, blah, blah. So if you're really into that, if you're really into the, the, uh, the wild, wild country story, sure. F- sure. W- go ahead. Otherwise, honestly. Nothing there. A waste not of time. Th- yeah, I think so. I think it's a waste of time. It's like, what? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> little- all right. All right. Well, that's a mandate. If you want to waste your time, make, go, go and watch it. We're searching for Sheila. Well, you can search for her too. Hey everyone, this is Sabine Sadiq from Code Switch the series, and you're watching me on Daisies.live. Hey everyone, Daisies.live. I'm Scott, and I'm here with Moral, and we are back. I just got done panning searching for Sheila on Netflix. If you really liked Wild Wild Country, you might want to check it out. Otherwise, meh. Yeah, especially if, you, if you're not if you're not familiar with the story of what happened in Antelope, Oregon. Don't even bother. You need to watch that first, then maybe watch this. But anyway, we are now here. We have been joined by Ankita, and we are going to talk about, please, please, ladies, what's, what are we going to talk about? Your favorite television show in the history of te- television. What's it? It's called Ankita. Yeah, it's Shari Aranoki. There we go. Shari Aranoki. There we go. All right. So take it away, ladies. I'm just I'm just a spectator at this point. No, why are you a spectator? Today we're gonna talk about Sharia from a man's perspective. I just was I was just trying to bring a little I was trying to set the stage because the two of you get so it's it's actually really endearing watching the two of you talk about Shoria Orinoki. It's, it's fun. So I thought I'd, I thought I'd start, I would just, we'd just dive right in. Right. So, well, what's, let's, let's just start with this. Let's, let's have Ankita uh, give us a lowdown on what happened. Let's dump it. What happened this week? Let's go. The, the bubble bursted. Mm-hmm. So, the bubble bursted so bad. Two lovebirds were flying in their castle and bam, reality intruded. Harsh realities, truths they need to know. Battles they need to fight, and I think what else? Yeah, I think that was it because Shor is left for like three days, unconscious baby. So Shor has been missing in action. He's been unconscious three episodes, and yes. uh, the fandoms been waiting for him to wake up. The eye candy has been missing. Oh, no. And then, and then the he IK. wakes up. He wakes up, and he wants Anoki, and his uh, his his aunt lies to him that she didn't come when she had, and she she'd come and even kissed his hand and told him he, uh, that she's in love with him. She told him that she, but but the thing about Anoki, she always talks to him and she says all the important things to him when she's is asleep. 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 What the hell is wrong with her? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, like she went from I really like you to I love you. When the guy is asleep, do like what happens? <laughs> I'm saying it's like always she went in the hostel scene, I like you very much, and then she went, I love you. The guy's always asleep. Our confession is incomplete. <laughs> he's he's gotta be eyes open. 
old. Sober. Yeah. yeah. You know? But, but the fun part is that he felt her, right? And that was, that was really, that was really amazing. He, he actually tells his, his aunt, he said, but, but I know she was in pain. She was in so much pain that I wasn't okay. And I felt it. Even, even when he was unconscious, he felt her. That was really cute, actually. How? It was. How, wait, yeah, how did... I don't know. I don't know. See, <laughs> there, there, there has to be a soul connection there, right? Yeah. It reminded me of that quote from the book, A Walk to Remember. Love is like a wind. I can't see it, but I can feel it. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. So did, did, I, like, what, did we get any cues? Like, did his eyes twitch or did his fingers nothing, twitch? Nothing. Nothing. No, nothing. That huh. is why this show is different. The guy was just going to run after her, even if he was up to, about to paint. Wow. That's, the, that's his faith in her. But she came, she came for me and it couldn't happen that she knew I was in pain and she wouldn't come to see me. Yeah, he's he's just sure that she had come. He was damn sure she'd come, and they kept they they kept lying to him that she hadn't come. And he was like, "It's not possible. She had to come." Yeah. And then he says to them that I know she held my hand. I, and they were surprised. They they had shock on their faces. That how does he know he was unconscious? They kept lying to him that she didn't come. And and but but you know the funny part was they knew he would come to know. Why lie like that? It was such a white lie. It's easily verifiable. He could verify it. But that's what she does. That's what Baby Sabawar does. She manipulates people. Her love is conditional. She's yeah, she's so used to lying to him that she can't help but lie. I think that yeah. is a problem. These family members yeah. just sound like terrible, terrible people. Human yeah, I guess. Yeah. He just feels so protective about Shari. He's just surrounded by people who love him on conditions. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So, well, that happened, and uh, obviously, uh, in the pre-cap, he comes to know that it was a lie. His his Terminator mode is on. Yeah, he's a man, <laughs> a man on a mission now. What? He's like, watch me go. <laughs> what was the, what, okay, so you talked about, Ankita, you talked about harsh reality. What's the, what's the harsh reality that, are we coming to that? Yeah, we did. Actually, no, it happened before today's episode. The harsh reality is that the premise of the show. The reason he broke up with his fiance, his ex-fiance, was that he wants a homemaker, not a working woman. And and today, uh, sorry, uh, two episodes before, his ex tried to manipulate Anoki by telling all these facts, distorting, of course, in a negative light that all you can be is Mrs. Shorey Sabawar if you marry Shorey. So you know. So his ex-fiance tells Anoki that why are you even here? Because if you if you marry Shorya, if you are with him, then you'll be you will won't have a career. Your entire entity will be reduced to being his wife. So now we're we're there. Anoki asks his mother, is he a chauvinist? His mother doesn't have the answers. And his mother says, I'm pretty sure you can change him. Her questions to her questions to his mother is, well, so far, he hasn't even asked you the, the right questions about why you left the house. How, how are you so sure that I can't, that he will ask me the right questions? How are you sure that he will support me when he hasn't even supported you yet? Yeah, but Minar, you know what the thing is that this is where Anoki's restricted view comes into focus. You know, earlier too, when the thing, the argument between happened between Shorya and Anoki regarding Asta, she only saw through Asta's lens of view, not Shorya. She doesn't know the pain that man has went through. She doesn't know the lies that has been, he has been fed to. 
That is true. That that is that is completely true. She doesn't know. Just like Shorya doesn't know Anoki's side of the story. Anoki doesn't yeah. know Shorya's side of the story. So there are so many parts to this. That the the, the, the moving parts to this entire story. Um, Shorya doesn't know Anoki's upbringing. She doesn't know Anoki's looking at her lens. Her lens is she's comparing yeah. it to what her mother's gone through with her father. Her father is a monster. Yeah. Her brother is a mother. Yeah. They're, they're misogynist. They they are the beat. She's been beaten. She was confined in her house yeah. so that they could marry her off. She was treated like a cattle. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. She was right. So, so she's coming from that perspective that I don't want to confine myself to another such relationship where the man is telling me what to do. Okay, so let me she's wait. Ran away from all that. No, all right. So I have a question yes, about about Shoria. So yes, when the when the ex fiance is telling Anoki about this. That's old Shoria, correct? He's not. He's has he's he changed? changed? He's changed. And he we know changed. we know that he has changed. We know we know, and Anoki also knows. Anoki he he is a changed person for Anoki. That's why she fell in love with him because he's the first person who supported her career. He brings her back oh, to school. Okay. Remember, okay. he's been there for her through her education process. Okay, now yes, I was. Everywhere. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes, yes, yes. No, 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 no. You continue. When I was introduced to Shoria or Anoki. Uh, okay. It was right around the time when they were going to kick her out of school, and okay. he he got the he got the the rustication letter rescinded. At the time, now I could be wrong about this, but at the time, it certainly felt like he was allowing her. He wanted her to stay in school for selfish reasons. Was that also at play, or did I totally misread that? No, I think I think he he did not have a grip on his own personal feelings for her. He just wanted to be fair to her because she was brilliant, right? So he kept looking at looking at her performance, and he kept saying she's brilliant, she's right, she's bright, right? He, that that was topmost. His dormant feelings for her weren't top, right? Mm -hmm. He did. Of course, we knew he was feeling something because he was jealous of the ACP. We now, knew see, he was feeling. Yeah, no. See, okay. As a guy, all right. As the as the as the token. Okay, let's 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 talk. All as right. the token man in this group, I'm going to tell you right now that it really felt like he was like, I want to do whatever I can to keep her in school. Like he was, he was, he had no problems touching her. He was grabbing. Remember that scene? He's grabbing her. He's like, you can't, yeah. you, know, you can't go. He, <laughs> he, he was, it was all about him and what he wanted. That's the way it felt to me. And that he was using this as cover. He was, okay. he was covering a bad motive with a good motive. That's the way it felt oh. just as a, just as walking in and seeing that scene. So I could be wrong, but that's what it felt like. Okay. Well, all right. Oh. Well, well, we got we got a man's perspective here. All right. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> did he did he show any kind of interest in the other students like that? No. Yeah. No, no. See, the difference is, Shorya would have fought for any student like that. Okay, because he's fair and square. But 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 passion, he wouldn't have passion, he wouldn't have grabbed it possessively. Yeah, yeah. The passion with which he holds her, the right, he says no. I can hold her hand. I can grab her arm. That is what is different. I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're well, right. Okay. So point, point made. You're right. Point made. Totally. <laughs> point made. All right. So so yeah. So now we know that yes, it was his personal. So but he's, he's, changed, he's but he's he's less of he's not a he's not that jerk anymore. He's not that no selfish guy. He, he saved her from the goons. 
when they were about to kidnap her. Yeah, when when they were about to kidnap her, he he did protect her oh, as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and he could have he would have done that for anybody else. Again, yeah, he, he put his own life in danger to protect a girl. He didn't even know that was a Noki. He still did. So there are there are things about him where he gets protective about people, but but he didn't even know that was a Noki. So he is a gentleman at the core core of at it. The core. So this is a differentiation that his mother made. She says to Anoki, she says that mentality does not belong to Shorya. That mentality belongs to the people who who raised Shorya. Shorya. She makes that differentiation, and she says Shorya might not have that mentality. He can, you can change him. He will grow out of it. And she says, Anoki says, I don't think so. She doesn't believe that can happen. So now Shorya has to prove that can happen to her, right? Mm. Yeah. See, it's like she trusts him, but the leap of faith hasn't been taken yet. Okay. All right. So that's what, that's what happens. So we're at the stage where Shorya is now become Terminator, where he's willing to do anything to get Anoki, and Anoki is into minds where she's like, I I still love him, but I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, compromise on my self respect. And, and my self respect is 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 basically my career. I'm not I'm never going to be that woman who who's going to compromise on my career. This is what the crux of the show was, this uh, crossroad of ideology between the two. And now we're here. This is where the fight begins. This is the real show. This is what people are watching the show for. Finally, there is a female lead who's not going to sacrifice her career for the man, even when she loves the man. She is not the stereotypical ITVFL, truly a no-key. Totally. And I'm pretty sure the mother, um, uh, uh, Shorya's mother is going to support her. And this is going to be a fight to the finish. This is going to be fun to watch now. What is Shorya going to do to make her believe that he's not a misogynist? Hmm, interesting. See, it's going to be interesting. And it's going to be interesting to see how the Sabural family is going <laughs> to behave. They're going to they're gonna blow their heads. <laughs> what are they going to do? Devi Sabural is going to faint. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what happens. Mm, bam, bam. <laughs> I think this show is so unpredictable. The more we predict, the more we are proven wrong. But I think we have a jungle scene coming up, definitely. You have a jungle scene coming up. So you think uh, you think Shore is going to go to Anoki and Anoki is going to say no to him? I think they're definitely going to meet there. You know, like it's been a week of no Shaki scene. We've got to have some. We're deprived. What All right, we're gonna. I want, to, I want to know what Scott thinks. <laughs> I, I, I am unfortunately I am not able to offer an intelligent or uh, a re a researched, informed <laughs> opinion on this. Now that hey, doesn't stop. You, me you, what do you think? Okay, come on. As a man, what do you think Shaw's next move is? His, his Terminator mode. What's he gonna What's he gonna do? Terminator mode for the, Terminator mode. Usually He's angry with his family for lying to him. And he wants Anoki, and Anoki's an Anoki's in two minds. What's he gonna do? Okay, man to man. Man to okay. What I've seen of uh, Shoria is that yeah. he's not much of a, a, a pre. He doesn't like game it out, or he doesn't he doesn't think through. So he's he's just gonna he's just gonna go barreling ahead, confront the family, and then go go straight to Anoki and make her just declare. Right, just figure it out. Right, he's not. There's not going to be any subtlety. There's not going to be any strategy. He's just going to be bam in her face, in everyone's face. That seems to me to be his mo. Yeah, do you agree? I agree. Totally, I that's agree. his mo. Totally, that's your mo. 
Yeah. Parents care. He doesn't mince words. He says what it is. Yeah. Even I, even if he honestly could do better, he could do. If sometimes if he minced words, he might have yeah. more success. But he says I'm not like that. I can't please you. I can't please you. I am what I am. Right. <laughs> oh, that's his mo then, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. look. Look, if I if it works for you, fine. But you know, every once in a while, it's not a bad. Like some some people think too much and need to just go straight for the. And Sh Shoria needs to think a little more sometimes. But okay, <laughs> you know. All right. So he's got it down, guys. So that's what we think Shoria is going to do start Monday, and let's see how that goes for Shoria. We're going to come back. <laughs> We're going to come back next week and see how right or wrong Scott was about Shoria. He's probably right. I, I guess. I guess we are in for an intense conversation or confrontation, whatever it is. <laughs> okay. I, totally. I'm well, Ankita, to it. it's lovely having you with us, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Then. Yes, I'm so grateful to both of you for doing this for the show. Anytime. Thank you so much. You take care. All right. Bye. Bye Have a good week. Bye. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Oh well, that was fun. That was fun. You did. You did good. You can reach for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's not, he's not, it's, it's really not, he's not complicated. So who's not he, complicated? his character graph is very simple. He's just angry all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's straightforward man and alpha, alpha angry. Yeah. I, and I, it, it's really not a stretch to, to try to figure that guy out. So totally. I mean, we, we all know, we all know Shori is right. We, we all know at least one or two of them. They're, they're pretty predictable. Yeah, he he won't think twice. He'll he, he'll just get it out of his system, and then he'll think about what happened with with the outcome later. He just doesn't care. Right. He he doesn't have to deal with the outcome. Daisy's not live. This is Scott, and I'm back with Moral. And we um that's it for this week. We had a we had a lot of fun. We covered a lot of ground. We did. And that was um, fun. yeah, it was fun. Um, I I I'm really looking forward to next week. Um, I'm looking, especially looking forward to Shoria Orinoki and trying to figure out just what happens because I, especially because I made a prediction. So now it's, it's, I, I'm committed. That's, that, that's yours now. Let's see, let's, let's see how, how the coin falls. Let's see what a, happens. I have a feeling that I'm going to be closer to right than wrong just because I, you I'm know, pretty sure Shoria is exterminated. Not a complex. Face. Yeah, no, I can if see. You, I, if you see the pre, I'm, I'm going to play the pre, let, let me just, let me, let's do the wrap up. I'm going to play the pre, pre-cap for you and you'll know. Okay. All right. Well, thanks everyone. We had a great time and thank you for listening and we will see you next week. I'm Scott. I'm Iral and we're missing Shreya, but she'll be back next week. She'll be back next week. Thanks everyone. Thanks. Bye.